TFT Truck Free Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And I'm liking it. Although there's some things I want to bring up. Maybe tomorrow. We're all called upon to make sacrifices during these troubled times, Jack. I saw a little bit of this argument. I saw a highlighted of it. A guy, ex-CIA guy and an ex, just got a phone call from some state I don't know anybody in, clearly. Uh, oh, yeah. God dang it. Well, and local calls are, are crap yeah. half the time, too. They masquerade. Um, Probably the Russians. So a couple of people that have had security clearances arguing on cable news, yelling at each other, it turned into a yelling match, this uh, former FBI official. Um, anyway, um, about whether or not you make more money having a security clearance. And the one guy said, no, you don't. And the other guy said, come on, you get more money as a consultant for having a security clearance. Stop acting like that doesn't happen. And they yelled at each other, and the one guy basically said, we're done and stormed out. Wow. But So I've heard that a bunch of different places. I wish we could nail that down more. I just wonder if for years and years and years it has become popular, and they all work for each other and we're each other's bosses, and then you raise up. through Yeah. We're going to keep these clearances going because when you get on the outside, it's a pretty cush way to make a living. And that's of, what's driving it more than anything. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've heard it's definitely part of the swamp creature benefits sure. uh, yeah. scheme. <clears throat> A couple of notes from listeners on that topic. Don writes, I don't understand the controversy over revoking security clearances of previous White House employees. I had a secret clearance, which amounted to no more than a national agency check during the time I was aboard a ship in the Navy, but only because it was necessary to my work. However, when I left the Navy, that security clearance was immediately revoked. The same policy should apply to former White House staff. In the rare instance that Jack mentioned in which their expertise is needed, it can be granted temporarily, as it is with civilian contractors who need to be on site for a short time. Nobody's brought that up on cable news because that clouds the, I hate you-know-who, I love you-know-who, waters. Uh, Here's another note from MT. Not sure when and if it changed, but I retired from the Department of Defense as a GS-14, rather high-up management, some time ago. And at that time, it was routine to lose your clearance when you retire. I also lost it and had to reply most times I was transferred. I lost it every time I was transferred from base to base in the military also. Clearances are and always have been issued on a need-to-know basis, and after you retire, you no longer have a need-to-know. It's not the federal government's job to ensure the ongoing employment of establishment retirees by letting them keep a security clearance. It is if you're connected. I think at a certain level, I think below a certain level, this is all true. At a certain level, high up, they all work together, keep it, because you make more money. Yeah. Today, for some reason, establishment types are treating clearances like an entitlement. Once you get it, you never lose it. They need to just say everyone is in everyone loses their clearance once they retire. Drain the swamp. Yeah, we didn't get here the right way, and this has got nothing to do with that decision in my mind. I just think it's something we all became aware of, and now we should discuss. Do we want it to continue right. that way or not? It's like the secret government-only employees DMV office right. at the yeah. California yeah. State Capitol. Yeah. You know, it's something they got away with because they run the place and you work for him. And if you biatches ever forget it, they will fine you. And penalize you. Hey, a little on this, just because we had this discussion off the air yesterday, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, front page USA Today, help wanted. Cannabis industry as a bunch of states have legalized marijuana. Um, and uh, so they're catching up, and people can make jobs either uh, being scientists who know how to grow it or uh, as a bud tender. Oh, people love saying that. I get it. Um, <laughs> and all this different sort of stuff. But uh, the behind-the-scenes the story to that is in just a couple of years, 
all the rules change on this. I don't exactly understand why it's happening and why the timetable. But then all of a sudden, Philip Morris or whatever giant company can can come in and take over and do. You can be like the Coors Light of marijuana right now. It's a bunch of little mom and pop stuff and uh, craft brewers, if you will. And uh, and and then you know, but the Budweiser, if you will, or I guess more accurately, Marlboro can come in and take it over. And so we were discussing... Marlboro Man now has dreadlocks. <laughs> Shocking stuff. You should see him hacky sack. He's now the Marlboro dude. And we were wondering, well, well, so, well all, these, all these people that are having this cool craft marijuana lifestyle, will that all go out the window? I thought, well, you know, there's, there's beers that have survived, whether it's ones that turned into big stuff like Sierra Nevada or just your local brew pub. Mm-hmm. But that's because I don't know much about marijuana. And Sean, who's done a tremendous amount of research on this. Topic. At his local library. Yes, read many encyclopedias about this. <laughs> See, because on the craft beers and uh, and similar with wine, they're actually a little different here and there. You can, mm-hmm. you can make them different. But marijuana, mostly, at least according to Sean's research, is mostly either getting high or you're not. There's not a lot of this flavor, that flavor stuff. Right. Well, there's variation, but it's just a few different variations. It's not nearly as much as the your bud tender would lead you to believe. And the, <laughs> the differences aren't like flavor pairings, like you were saying. It's not, oh, this is an interesting, it's a different experience, but I, I, I do think the craft side of of the industry is slightly overblown yeah so that that's interesting it's just a different thing you don't have all the no but i don't think many people are going to be smoking marijuana for anything but the effect whereas lots of people drink wine i never did but lots of people drink <laughs> wine and beer because they like the flavor and the way it goes with food and this and that exactly that's part of it or, you know, actually drinking the wine. And it spitting, tastes wonderful, and it makes you feel funny. Drinking wine and spitting it out as a tasting. I never did that once in my life. Mm. <laughs> but I know a lot of people do. In fact, probably most people. Um, but mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Mm, not, not most people. No? no? No. Generally, if I'm driving, uh, I will. But that's that's the only reason. I mean, they're giving you wine. What are you, a fool? <laughs> no, pros thought. do that. Pros do that, but just because... I just don't think that's going to exist with marijuana. You're either effed up or you're not. That's what yes. I'm doing this for. Right. Right. So, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, getting back to your original point... It might oh, just yeah. be one big company or a couple big companies. The corporations are going to sweep in. For instance, so the the, the wine sipping and spitting out is, is very common, like if you're judging a competition. Right. If you are at the high times pot strain of the year competition, you are not just tasting the weed and, and exhaling it. You are trying to get high on it and judging it based on that. I God, think is another how, you, how do you even do that? Do you have to like do one a day? or uh, no? Well, they do them all in the same day, and from oh, uh, Joe Rogan, a, a prominent well, weed like, enthusiast, but, has said he's done it, and it's like, you haven't. After the first one, it does. you don't know well, what Well, yeah, that'd doing. be like drinking. Right. I always, I'm just stoned. I always had my good, expensive bottle of wine first. That, you know, After the third one, I'm not going to get out anything that costs more than a 11 bucks at that point. What the hell difference does it make? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Which is one of my favorite biblical references. After Jesus turns the water into the wine, one of the guest comments, boy, most places they have the good stuff out first, but you hold it back on us. So not only <laughs> was it, you know, a miracle, but evidently Jesus, hell of a winemaker. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really nice structure. <laughs> Plenty of fruit, but a crisp finish. Well done, Lord. <laughs> wow. Wow. Any chance I can get a case of this? Wow. <laughs> What's the case price? Yeah. 
Do I get like twenty percent? Ten? Okay, ten. So marijuana is probably going to be more like soda than beer or wine. Soda, which is soon to be over, I was reading. But go on. Where you'll have a Coke and a Pepsi, which are basically the same thing. uh, You know, Mm, battling each other out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with each one of those having their diet or sugar-free, like a couple subcategories yeah. within those. That's interesting. It's too bad for all the craft people that are sprouting up around the country and really digging it. I don't have it in front of me, but there seems to be a significant drop-off in the swigging downs of fizzy sugar water in the United States. Sodi pop is has peaked and is declining. Which is great. I've always been anti-soda pop, so I'm. I know I'm an outlier. My kids have had. My youngest, I don't know if he's ever had it, and my oldest has had two maybe in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see the 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 need for it at all. Oh no! It, <laughs> it, once you get used to it and you like it, it's great. It tastes so good. I mean, you know, like a Coke with a nice ham sandwich. Oh, it's unbelievable! But you're pouring sugar down your throat. It's it's a slow suicide. And the diet we now know is really horrible for you for a variety of reasons. The diet? The diet version of the soda. Oh, yeah. Fake yeah. sugar often being worse than regular sugar. Yeah, a sugar. lot of people think that. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm kinda on that uh that train. I'm trying to figure out if this protein shake I've fallen in love with has artificial sweeteners in it. What's vegetable glycerin? Oh, that sounds good. Sounds explosive. Sounds uh it sounds... Stand back, I've got vegetable glycerin. Give me your watch. Sounds like you might have a little uh, container of that in the, the boudoir, if you know what I mean. Um <laughs> No, I don't know what you mean. Sodium citrate? A little suspicious of that. Delish. Uh, oh, wait. Stevia. Uh, that's I've, an artificial sweetener. No, I've heard that's a... Okay, not getting too... I think that's a good one. That's a natural yeah, good one. Yeah, it is one. a good one. It is? Yeah. 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 All right, my advisory committee has told me it's a good one. Stevia, the, know what you're talking about. Then the uh, final ingredient is monk fruit. <laughs> well, you become a monk, you don't need your fruits no more, if you know what I'm saying. So I guess they lop them right off and <laughs> grind them up and put them in this. That's where the protein comes from. <laughs> Delish. <laughs> you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What percentage of teenagers have not read a book? In the past year. Yo, oh boy. Compared to 20 years ago. It's a shocking change. Now, I'm not reading as many books as either because of smartphones. So, is that it? Anyway, more on that later. According to some website, Sean, how do we feel about LiveScience.com? Uh, I don't know them particularly, but those findings are what I have found to be true on various other sites. So it's about stevia, the sweetener, and my protein shake. and uh, It has no calories. It's 200 times sweeter than sugar in the same concentration. And according to a 2017 article in the Journal of Medicinal Food, it has potential for treating endocrine diseases, etc. So it seems to be okay stuff, although you got to be so careful with anything dietary. Because not only are there various, um, you know, avenues or, or neighborhoods of belief, but everybody is so anxious to proselytize. It's weird. 
And and I have friends, good friends, smart people, who will like latch on to a particular, I hate to call it craze, but body of belief about diet and just preach it like it's like it's the religion. Oh, I know. It's like I'm always talking about why is gluten-free such a religion for so many people? Or the way the the being a vegetarian or vegan was when it first hit the scene. I've never I've never understood why the whole what you eat thing becomes so evangelical. Yeah, I know. I people just I don't have really, that bone. Really have the need to convert people to it. It's it's, it's yeah. interesting. <clears throat> Wait, we got uh, this text. I'm not exactly sure what it means. Joe, your protein shake might have artificial sweeteners if your boyfriend drinks a lot of Diet Coke. Is that a sh- What kind of shot is that? I'm a gay man? <laughs> That's, well, first of all, it's a... Your it's, pro... Oh, oh, it's a, it's oh, not, oh, no. no. Okay. Oh, no. You shouldn't I have just, brought that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Really bad. Okay. Moving along. I two, get it. <laughs> 2004. Let me explain it to you during the commercial, son. At 2004, you see, sometimes when people love each other very much, (laughs) a study in 2004 in rats found low-calorie sweeteners led the animals to overeat, possibly because of a mismatch between the perceived sweetness and expected calories from sugar. Um, I've read a fair amount about this, a little more complicated than that, but yeah, it's true. The author of the study later argued that people who use artificial sweeteners may suffer health problems associated with excess sugar, including metabolic syndrome which can be a precursor to diabetes, etc., etc. Yet there's also evidence that stevia does nothing to change eating habits or hurt metabolism in the short run. A 2010 study in the journal Appetite, I get that delivered to my home and I eat it, (laughs) (laughs) tested several artificial sweeteners against sugar and each other in 19 lean and 12 obese people, blah, 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 stevia is good. Shouldn't I eliminate artificial sweeteners from my life if I can? Uh, Almost all of them, yes. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but again, it seems that this one's pretty good. Although, you know, I would say, and yes, I'm aware of the irony, I would take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> and do your I'd own, make it delicious. Do your own research in, in, in ways that you find appropriate, because I'm not here to convert you to my eaten religion. Nah. My kids are crazy for salt. I don't know why. Just gotta Boy, have some so days you salt, just want it so bad. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, you know, I, Judy was shocked. She'd forgotten, because I'd mentioned this to her earlier, but she doesn't listen to me. Um, as a kid, I did not like potato chips. You couldn't get me to eat them. Never heard of I such thought they were thing. too oily, kind of, yeah, I didn't like them. As an adult, hand me a big old bag and let me see what kind of damage I can do. They're one of my new kryptonite foods, oh, so now I won't have a them. Bag in the house. of Lay's potato chips? Oh, man. So Lay's is a child's potato chip, Jack. I'm a, uh, a kettle man, the uh, sea salt and cracked black pepper. Yeah. Yes, please. I like potato chips to taste like potato chips, not some of your weird... You don't like uh, the honey Dijon? Oh, that's a favorite of mine I'm as well. Never, that will never pass my lips. It's a bastard chip. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, it's good you have beliefs and you stick with them. It's admirable. <laughs> I won't waver. <laughs> but you no, wanna, I get out of the house now. I won't have them. Let's do this while we got it. All right. Um, reading newspapers has dropped quite a bit since the 90s among teenagers. Yes, we know, says the two people remaining employed at your local newspaper. Uh, In a newsroom that used to have 130 people. Right. Just 2% of 15 to 16-year-olds read a newspaper daily versus a third in the 1990s. That's quite a drop from a third to 2%. Now, do they not count it, though, if you read a... Because I don't read a newspaper that often. But I read 
the New York Times. Don't know. Multiple times a day. If you mm. don't count that, that's stupid. Mm. Uh, wouldn't you say? Yes. Um, the number of teens, older teens enjoying a daily book is now at 16%. Um, a daily book? Oh, you have a book you're working on. Sure. Like I, yeah. I, yeah. I've had a book I'm working on every day since I was, I don't know, whatever age. But my whole life, I've always got some book I'm work, working on. Mm-hmm. And when I meet people that don't do that, I always think, oh, yeah, there are people that don't do that. I always have a book I'm working on, mm-hmm. and I have for like 40 years. But a lot of people don't, ever. Just not part of their life. Okay, that's fine. Um, you probably eat flavored potato chips. A weirdo. <laughs> um, but the, the big one was, barbecued? No way. What? I oh want it to taste like a potato chip. God, if this was a World War II movie, we'd be shooting you right now because you're clearly not an American. The barbecued potato chip is as an American as a, a barbecue. The yellow Lay's bag. That's a potato chip. <laughs> Old Simple Jack. <laughs> One in three teenagers have not read a book in the past year. Ignoramuses. Oh. You know, I hate to be picky. Are they considering reading? Ah, it's tough. There's so many long form r- pieces now mm. that you can read on your phone or your tablet or whatever. These simpletons are not reading those either. Jim. You don't think so? No. <laughs> These simpletons. Well, <laughs> to paraphrase an, an argument that I heard Jordan Peterson make recently that for the first time in history, the spoken word has greater reach than the written word. And I think a lot of the way that people. I'm guessing that for the first time since 1530 or whenever the printing press was invented. Ah, good point. Print, oh, printing press. Yeah. So for the first time since then. If Sean yeah. had ever read a book about the printing press, he'd know that. <laughs> um, but the, with so much more of people's information consumption coming from uh, listening to yeah. where now I can, I can quote unquote read the newspaper while doing the dishes. It, it, it has become yeah. a passive activity as opposed to an all-encompassing one yeah yeah well that's you know that'd just be a change in the way information is shared okay that's fine but (laughs) if if joe's right that these ignoramuses aren't taking in information in any other way then you know you're not reading a book or reading long articles or listening to podcasts no they're playing their video games looking at instagram model smoking their marijuana right Nice. Looking at Instagram posts of illiterate models smoking marijuana sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. It's <laughs> a genre. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? War of words about Russian hacking of U.S. sites heating up again. Scientists have discovered self-fertilizing corn. And Asia Argento's story takes another very odd twist. She's one of the first women to accuse Harvey Weinstein of rape, now accused of sexual assault herself. That's we got an update. I'll try to follow all that. Uh, my kids are plowing. Uh, my oldest is plowing his way through the 800-page Harry Potter every single day. Good man. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. How about we jump into the news with Marshall Phillips? All right, we got the Kremlin now dismissing mightily new reports that Russia is targeting U.S. political groups through cyber attacks ahead of the midterm elections. Microsoft saying it uncovered new intrusions by Russian government link hanker, hackers rather, on U.S. political groups and conservative think tanks. 
specifically the Hudson Institute and the International Republican Institute. Three of their fake internet domains were designed to look as if they were for the U.S. Senate. So far, no sign they were successful in getting anybody to click on the fake websites. And now the Kremlin's saying the allegations from Microsoft lack detail and that it wasn't clear who the hackers in question really are. I still wonder what's the best strategy if I'm Putin. Do I continue to appear to be backing one side? Or do I go back and forth? I really well, confuse people. Strategy has been just whip everybody up against everybody. But I see what you're saying. Maybe it's time to refine the strategy. Get another Republican, or try to get yeah. another Republican elected. Right. And then switch after that. I don't, I don't know. Some distributors are claiming they were duped by Herbalife's promises that they could get rich selling health and personal care products. So they're now suing the company for as much as a billion dollars in damages. The distributors contend in their suit they were coerced into attending dozens of Herbalife's Circle of Success events around the country, cost them thousands of bucks, and they say none of the events ever lived up to their billing as the secret to wealth. This is not the first time that Herbalife's been in the uh, courts. That's right, I womp-womped multi-level marketing schemes. (laughs) University of How absolutely dare you? University of California, Davis, and researchers from two other groups have discovered a type of corn that fertilizes itself. They found farmers in Mexico have been growing corn that creates its own fertilizer for centuries. The corn apparently secretes... So it poops on itself? Uh, Basically. It secretes a substance that contains bacteria that converts nitrogen from the air to a type that can be used and then soaked up by the plants to fertilize the corn. Clever, clever corn. Very, very <laughs> self-sustaining. Boy, I love corn on the cob. Mmm, delicious. Dang. So good. So glad we can join together on that after our bitter potato chip <laughs> argument. <laughs> All right, what do you put on the corn on the cob? Uh, butter, salt, and pepper. Bingo. I got this text, although I'll eat it plain if it's good sweet corn. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, flavored potato chips are for the lazy. Get some damn dip and leave my chips alone. <laughs> dip is good. I like dip, but I don't really need the calories. Oh, please. On this, uh, big as a house. On this TFT day, we are going to TMZ now to report that Anthony Bourdain was the one who paid the three hundred and eighty thousand dollars to his girlfriend Azia Argento's sexual assault accuser. Now, this is going to make a lot of our listeners crazy. Well, a small group of our listeners crazy, but I've read about this now. This seventeen-year-old young man—he was just a few months short of turning eighteen, yeah. right? Yeah. He's got this really hot actress who wants to sex him up, and, and they have sex a number of times, right? Well, she's denying it. Never had sex, she oh, says. Oh, really? That's what okay. she's saying in her statement. Yeah, but he initially got a payment of uh, 300 gur or something like yep. that. Yep. And now his lawyers are coming back to the well and saying, oh, yeah, he's all screwed up. He needs like a million and a half or something. This stinks of a cash grab to me. And I don't doubt that maybe he was a little messed up after she said, no, we're done, <laughs> boyo. We're not having sex anymore, but that happens every breakup you have. He was leaves 17, you a so if up. he'd have been six months older, he doesn't get any money whatsoever. It's right. just a breakup with a hot chick, right? which happens. Yeah, this this stinks of a cash grab to me. And, and you know, some hashtag Me Too people are saying, they're trying to discredit the movement, blah, blah, blah. Well, listen, I don't know about that, but uh, I'm with you on, I don't think it's that great a sin. Did you? And yes, me? it's different. If it's a teenage girl, oh, right? completely and a grown different. Man, right? completely yes, different. it is completely different. Um, did you see the story? So there's this 
well-known feminist college professor at one of your big-time universities. Right. And she's been accused of uh, hashtag me too and this dude when he was an undergrad. And she was coming on to him and grabbing him and, and forced him to have sex. Whatever that means with a man, I, I don't ever quite understand. I always have trouble picturing that circumstance um, where that happened. Anyway, so that's kind of interesting uh, on its own. You know, sure. she's, a, she's a big-time feminist, and now she's coming under fire. And she'd been forcing her, this guy to have sex with her. Well, he's now married to a dude, and she's a lesbian. Seems uh, less than likely that they would get together. So it makes it extra complicated, yes. doesn't it? So he's a gay man, and she's a lesbian, and she was, as a professor, making him have sex with her. I'll show you stupid, stupid men who's in control. Oh, I yeah. I don't know what was going on there. I'd rather have a dude, but uh, I need a good grade, so here we go. That's an ugly... That relationship will not last. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We'll get to the petering out coming up. It's where we just kind of limp to the finish line. Spent. Having left it all on the stage. Oh, boy. As if we were... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, so many, so many things we didn't quite squeeze in. The NBA is holding a big, exciting camp right next to one of the world's most hum, world, worst humanitarian atrocities. I don't know that. No, it's, it's insane when you hear about it. Okay, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. about Aaron Hernandez. He is the uh, football player, member of the New England Patriots that killed a couple of people. I mean, horrifying murders. And uh, and he got convicted Gang of Gang banging murderer. Got sent to prison and killed himself in prison. But uh, they have since studied his brain and found out he had quite the case of that having your brain beat up playing football thing. Oh, yeah, the CTE. <sighs> and so there's a, a book out about it and trying to figure out what role that played and and. and and what we're going to do with a society that, or how society is going to handle people that are getting their brains bashed into where they don't function anymore. Right. I'd heard that this, uh, I'd heard from a cynic that this was an effort to get the widow his pension. Because if he couldn't help it, the NFL really has to pay out the pension. Yeah, well, but, they're, they're definitely trying to do that. But the, uh, the, the research, the people who research these NFL brains, they're completely separate from that. Mm. And they, they said specifically that this is the worst case they'd ever seen in anybody that young. Okay, so both may be true. Yeah, oh, I definitely think wow. they're trying to get the money. Why? Well, Maybe yeah. they deserve it. I don't know. He yeah. did murder some people. Right, right. Uh, that's a tough one, though. They're, 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 you know, almost all those football players talk about anger issues, explosive anger problems. Right. Paging OJ, paging OJ. Um, Sean brought brought up the juice during the commercials as we were chatting about this. Yeah, what it, juice? What if, what if it turns it don't out seem like the juice anymore with your explosive anger juice? Cotton running backs. Nobody bashes their heads more often than the running backs running into the line. You over are and over a over again. professional battering ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Juice. <laughs> juice. Thank you. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. Thank you, Ross. Juice. <laughs> oh, come on, juice. Come on, juice. <laughs> you know, for all I know, David Schwimmer is a fine fellow. Yeah. I know nothing about him personally, I which either. is fine. I don't have the right to. He could be great. Uh, he was... Uh, Certainly effective on friends, although for the longest time I was going for his assassination. <laughs> not not the actor, but the character. I wanted him to step out of Central Perk and get hit by a bus. Joe hated Ross. And so die much. immediately. I just I hated Ross. <laughs> and then Dave David Schwimmer was in uh Band of Brothers in the first episode, maybe the second one. Um, and I could hardly watch it. And then I actually thought he was pretty good at the old uh, Bob Kardashian. Is that who he was in yeah. the uh, Juice movie? Yeah, he is. Juice. The, he is the, the Juice. The, he was Come the on. seed that caused the entire Kardashian juice. thing. Give me more. Juice. 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 <laughs> that was a really good TV show. Despite yeah, this, juice. Despite that. <laughs> But that would be something if it turned out. I don't know if we'll ever have the ability to figure that out. Well, I suppose OJ donated his brain. We could know that. Yeah, well, man, explosive anger. Uh, juice! Like, um... It's having, like he's not really the juice anymore. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're concerned about your friend. Um, The uh, the the whole uh, sports memorabilia incident with the goons, with the guns, and ain't nobody leaving this room and the rest of it. Well, anger, judgment, it does all kinds of things to your brain. Impulse right. control. Like impulse this, control, yeah. Impulse control, yes. The CTE is often... It's well. It's being more and more linked to like a lot of former athletes have gambling problems too. Mm. So this could be manifesting itself in that way as wow. well. Wow! 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 That could, that makes sense. Wow. Come on, juice. How long? <laughs> this is so important. So very serious. Um, how long can the NFL exist? How long can football exist? Right. I, I said... Youth football. I really think football will go away for 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 kids. It'll just go away. It'll, it'll have to. We had the super brain doctor right here in the studio. Talk to him. Dr. Amalu, is that Dr. his name? Dr. Bennett Amalu. Right, thank you. Um, who made it clear. Concussions are terrible, but it's repeated blows. The sub-concussion level blows. Linemen, bang, bang, bang. Every play, bang. That gives you CTE. So the high schools, and listen, I understand they have a hell of a quandary. Can you imagine in Texas where you got 50,000 people showing up under the Friday night lights to watch Central play South? I mean, right. good Lord, what a... It's like a religion. Right, it is. Um, how can they possibly justify that? Because they make a big deal about the concussion protocol, which is good, because multiple concussions can cripple your brain. But... That ain't the half of it. No, I don't. I just, I just don't understand legally how they would get around it. I mean, if they're, if, if my kids can't climb on the monkey bars because the school gets sued if they fall off and break their arm, how do you let football happen? And listen, you guys who are angrily crafting right now with a, your right fist and a hammer in your left hand, you're slamming out your email. But <laughs> you pussies are what's wrong with America. <laughs> Nah, I totally get what you're saying. I, I get it. If you are an up-and-coming warrior culture, you do dangerous stuff that sure. hurts people because you got to be tough. And you you have to be. If you're a fat, affluent, safe superpower, 
That sort of stuff fades away. It just does. Yeah, I, well, and, I, and it goes too far. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think I have to be fat and affluent to not want my kid to hit his head over and over and over through high school toward it ruins his brain. I hear you. That's the right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we we need to find a sweet spot somewhere betwixt. Mm. Yeah. How uh, about fencing classes? Fencing is a great sport. Petty, petty thrust. <laughs> very good, very good. Did I? <laughs> and down to earth, as Sean turns out. <laughs> touche, touche, old Should champ. it be the epée today? All the same. <laughs> did I mention that the, I think I did, the parade I went to, they always have the various, uh, the, the various school programs demonstrating during the parade. And I've seen the fencing for years, and my kids always like the guys. gals breastfeeding goats to refer back to like two hours ago on the show? They have the guys Juice. run along in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> they'll run along in the parade. They'll stop and they'll fence for a little while. Yes! They'll run around fence, and my kids think it's so. But this year, it was the first year they they. In addition to fencing, they had I forget what they called it, but it was old time sword fighting. Oh yeah, it was like fencing, but it was with swords, and they yes. wore like medieval clothing instead of, of the fence. And it was very cool. Did very they have cool the again. boots with the cuffs? Yeah, like pushing boots. Yes, yes, just like, like the that. Three Musketeers. <laughs> yes. Yes, very much like that. Yes. Count of Monte Cristo, that sort of stuff. Yes. yes. Those kind of boots. Very exciting. I love sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, Who sure. doesn't? Sure. They're slashing each other with long knives. Yeah. I'd like to see. No, I wouldn't. i got to admit, I, there I have some curiosity. Can scientists or historians or somebody figure out what sword fights are really like and give it the... Uh, uh, the Saving Private Ryan first 20 minutes treatment. I think that would take a lot of the fun out of sword fighting. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's gruesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's been so cleansed now in the modern era. All it is is like, a you know, it's it's a dance with clanking of swords and wisecracking. Well, I know from reading a lot of books about it, it's really short burst of energy then they're both so exhausted it's just who can lift up that heavy chunk of metal next i believe that as you stand there and breathe really hard <laughs> right that's what a lot yeah. of it is right we've now entered final thoughts with your host jack armstrong and joe getty i like that that was soothing here's your host joe getty yeah he almost put me to sleep the idea being we put a ribbon on the show a bow if you will by sharing a final thought marshall phillips lead us off today would you i gotta tell you i probably lost three pounds this morning dealing with trump free tuesday newscast the man literally dominates so many stories it is crazy right crack addicts they have the shakes as they give up cracks so i wish the new york times would try a trump free sunday or something like that like the front page, fine, you gotta right. do that. But leave it out of your book review and the food stories and, it'd and it, sports. And bring it down to ten pages. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday New York Times, ten pages. Positive Sean, final thought. Yeah, this study coming out, fifteen percent of college millennials spend parents' money primarily on parting. That means there's 85% of them that aren't. So I think the kids are just going to be fine. There you go. Mm. Hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Yeah, at com. there's Michelangelo Market, my new blog. It's a great way to kill time. It's written by me in a mediocre and bland way. Super. <laughs> Sounds compelling. Jack, final thought? Another TFT at Trump Free Tuesday. It is the great struggle of everybody doing newspapers, television, radio to try to figure out how much of that do you all want? How much can you take? 
Everybody's trying to figure out the balancing act on this and feeling their way along. Sure felt good to take a break today. And as we've discussed, if it's all Trump all the time, what is it, what are you leaving out? Mm. Usually it's a lot of good stuff. My final thought is actually from the philosopher Edmund Burke. It was sent along by Drew. I like this. That's uh, your quote of the day. It is no excuse for presumptuous... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. God dang it. Edmund Burke said, make sure you get the right quote before you start reading it. Uh, I might as well finish it. It is no excuse for presumptuous ignorance that it is directed by insolent passion. Meaning, just because you're mad doesn't mean you're right. Mm, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. For instance, I'm mad. I got the wrong quote. So many people who thanks a little time go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's a pretty good Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Nothing relaxes me better than a smoke in a breastfeed. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.